0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan M.K. That's right. Whew. whoo! Crazy weekend. Crazy weekend. Thank you for joining me, by the way. I do appreciate it. Much appreciated, always. And if you're not already, please follow me on the Twitters, on the Grams, at Madness. Check out my stuffs. <sighs> and I hope your weekend was well. I really do. Hopefully, you did well in the fantasy football's final week of the regular season, the season finale, as we spoke about last podcast. So, hopefully, you did what you had to do and you're nearing the playoffs. Because, hey, hey, we've still got not just one game left. No, 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 no. Three. Three games. Three games. As a matter of fact, I just... just, A little celebrate. Three games. That's cool. I always like a good Monday night doubleheader. Oh, rather, Monday afternoon game plus a Monday night game, really. But a Monday doubleheader, if you will. But, hope you had a good weekend. Did a lot of football here, obviously, at the Madhouse MK. And... Christmas decorating, of course, and even some Christmas cookie making with the children. Yes, that's right. (sighs) That was fun. The six-year-old has had a couple that uh, had entirely too many sprinkles on them um, just because he lost control of the sprinkle container. We have the containers that have like the sprinkles, and then there's several different kinds going around, right? And then you just open the different lid for the one you want, and he got a little out of control little out of control, you know, with the sprinkles. But that's okay. That's okay. It's Christmas time. And I hope you watch BattleBots. Yes, I hope you did. Because we, we never got to talk about it. It happened Thursday. The premiere was Thursday, which I thought was great being no Thursday night football. But we recorded early last week, right? I said, hey, fuck the mini-madness. <laughs> We're not going to do that this week. No, no, no. We're just going to do an early recording of Fantasy Madness. That's right. That's what we're going to do. Because there's no Thursday night game. So we're not. there's no reason to wait till after Thursday night. To, so did it early. That was a mistake. Missed a bit, bit of news and some things. I totally missed that Johnny Smith was out. <laughs> after touting that he could have a bounce back game. Nope. Wasn't even playing. Indian plane <laughs> so we don't get to t- talk BattleBots at all but BattleBots was really good the f- the fucking season premiere was awesome there's some really good matches there's a couple kind of lame matches but one of them was actually pretty funny because of the robots involved <laughs> you'll just <laughs> but i have very much say check that out if, if if you dig sports if you like stuff it's i mean it's robot fighting How can you not like robot fighting? So once again, check out BattleBots. It's going to be taken over for me Thursday evenings because, well, in a couple of weeks, Thursday Night Football will be going bye-bye. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just going to keep going on and on. We're nearly to the end of the season. It's almost fantasy football playoff time, which means it's almost regular football, real football playoff time. And that means it's almost over, which is both, you know, a relief in some ways, especially when you're when you're someone putting out content, you know, as much fun as the regular season is. But it starts getting to the end and you're like, OK, I could, I could deal with the offseason right about now, because <laughs> not that you're not putting out any content, but it's so much less. And I guess it depends on what kind of content. There's a lot of stuff to write about in the offseason. Certain parts of the off season, you know. Hard to do two podcasts a week with it. <laughs> for me, anyway. There's not enough to talk about for me, pertaining to fantasy. But, always play that by ear. We'll see how it goes. But I am ready for things to slow down a little bit. But, that is not yet. No, no, no. That is not yet. Now, We must get into the week 13 Madness. What the fuck? (laughs) That's right, back in the madness for week 13, the final week of the regular season, as I've mentioned well several times already so I guess no need to uh you know mention that again but I will throw in my little reminder my little disclaimer now if you've listened for some time you already know but I need to remind every once in a while for the for the newcomers that hey this is primarily a dynasty podcast I'm rolling PPR I'm down with super flex okay Very little of what I talk about pertains to standard. That's why you don't hear me saying a lot of obvious shit. Because we're past the obvious point here, right? This is not amateur hour. We're not new to fantasy. No, it's been a minute. So we're into it thick and thin. And so, you know, that's the way we're going to discuss things, right? And also, DFS. You know, I try and throw a little bit of that in here and there. But again, primarily Dynasty Chatter. That's right. So, on week 13. And I'll begin with Baker fucking Mayfield. And he was cooking. Fuck. I mean, he slowed down in the second half a little bit. Slow down in the second half a little bit. But it did, 334 yards, four TDs, offense looking a little bit better. Remember, they had some shitty weather games there for a while. Richard Higgins the man that seems to mystify me because you look at his profile. I've mentioned this before. His profile, there's nothing overly exciting there, but he just produces, has a connection with Baker, and when they get rolling, he he can ball a little bit. So he's a mysterious one for me, but I dig him. Six for 95 yards and a touchdown. Jarvis won eight for 62 and one. Donovan Peoples-Jones got some action in there. A couple catches, 92 yards and a touchdown, and then Nick Chubb went for 80 and one. Who? Good offensive showing by the Browns, primarily in the first half. But hey, they got the job done. The Titans did nearly come back, but they just they just uh, were fumbling the ball all over the place. I mean, I mean, fucking Corey Davis uh, was the lone bright spot, 11 for 182 and one. I mean, it just. Uh. But still, even after all that, even after all the fumbles. Was Henry, somebody else. AJ, I don't think he lost his. His got picked back up. They were just fumbling the ball all over the fucking place. And they still almost came back. Largely on the back. I mean, Henry was okay, but 11 for 182 and one by Corey David. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) That fucking game. Baker fucking me. Chef Baker. Chef Baker, which is kind of Chef Baker, because he's Baker Mayfield, but he's a chef because he was cooking today, right? I guess you'll hear this on Monday. So yesterday, today, yesterday, whatever. He was cooking. So he's a chef. Chef Baker. (laughs) Chef Baker. Okay, I'm done. I I just... You suck, (laughs) yeah, jackass. I know. Oh, uh, okay. I'm serious. I'm, I'm done. All right. Jags Vikes. They delivered, man. In OT, it man and woman and what in the OT, an OT game. Always good. I like to see that, especially when it's a game that's putting up fantasy points. Give me more fantasy points in OT. Fantasy points bound. You get it. this was great because the, like much like I thought the game would go a little bit more high scoring. Your guys from Minnesota got theirs. James Robbins. I thought D.J. Chark could get a little bit involved, but we once again saw Colin Johnson. And Colin Johnson. Is he now the guy in Jacksonville? He's the leading receiver today. Mm. He might be with Mike Glennon in there at least. We'll see. But yeah, some big games across the board, really, and you look at it and it's just like, and, 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 and Dalvin Cook for 120 yards and then six catches, 59 yards. Justin Jefferson, nine catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Thielen, 875 for one. And then James Robinson on the other side, 78 yards and a touchdown, six catches for 30 yards. It just, you have a game, and you have a big game, and you have a big game. That's just what, yeah. <laughs> Some Oprah shit. Moving on. <clears throat> that last second rugs TD in New York, man. Whoo. Raiders stopped the Jets from getting a win. And I really feel bad for Darnold. I mean, he was okay today. Nothing special. But to feel bad for him because I feel like he's just been in a shitty situation since he entered the league. And now he's sitting here having to fucking play for his life and his career. Because they're looking at Trevor Lawrence. Right? The Jets are. Darnold's going to go by the wayside. I still say, send him to fucking Pittsburgh. Let him back. I've bet you I bet you give him a year behind Big Ben let him learn from Big Ben and let him step into that team behind that line with them with those weapons with with that coaching let him go to Pittsburgh maybe he could be successful I'd like to I'd like to see a j- change of scenery maybe it does Sam Darnold some good maybe it does but back to the game back to the game Ruggs got that touchdown which was the prime The you know most of his product, the majority. There's the fucking word I was looking for. Jesus. I'm just. You uh, suck, you jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's the word I was looking for. The majority of his production was that very long touchdown from Carr, the game winner. And uh, Devontae Booker busted. Yeah, he did. Unfortunate. But Darren Waller. <laughs> 13 catches, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. He's fucking mammoth. Mammoth in this game. And on the Jets side, they did get some help from Ty Johnson. You remember Ty Johnson? I was a big fan of him when he was drafted by Detroit because I did not like On Johnson, if you remember how much I love Carrion Johnson, because I do not like... De- well, I'm sure he's a fine gentleman. I should not say anything about him as a person. But as a football player, not a fan of Carrion Johnson football player, okay? Never have been. And I thought Ty Johnson would come in and kick some ass. And this is what I was expecting from Ty Johnson in Detroit. I lost my numbers. There we go. <laughs> 104 yards and a touchdown. Very good, Ty Johnson. Thank you very much. Josh Adams got in the mix as well. They were running the ball well, the Jets were. Crowder had a couple of touchdowns in the past game. But, uh, you know, still, it's just not enough to win the game. And Darnold's just not doing enough to probably, uh, you know, save his job. So we'll see what happens there. And then... <laughs> move on to another quarterback that may be looking to you know make sure his job stays what it needs to and that's Taysom Hill and he's fine he's fine he was fine 232 yards two touchdowns um he didn't take away from Alvin Kamara like a lot of people have been upset about because Kamara got in on the the action today 88 yards and a touchdown only a couple catches for nine yards so not his main game so He's still missing the receptions, but at least he got some rushing yards and a touchdown, but it's definitely... Oh, Kamara. Oh, the Saints. Oh, fucking Saints. I'm so glad I just did... Like, I don't have any Kamara anymore. I no longer have any shares of Michael Thomas. No. I've kind of gotten rid of that. Because A, I know Drew Brees is leaving soon. B... They really, hell bent on this Taysom Hill shit. I, I'm just, like, I know he's been fine. <laughs> I just, I'm, I don't know if I buy into him long term, is all. Just that's just, just to me. Just to me. But I really thought the Falcons would put up a better fight today. I really did. They were disappointing. And by the way, is Ty Gurley now in a timeshare? Are they just managing his way? Because Ido Smith had just as many carries. And was much more productive. Something to keep an eye on. Jonathan fucking Taylor. All right. It's good to see. It's good to see. Jonathan Taylor kicks mass. ass. I love to see it. Love to see it. 13 rushes for 91 yards. It's great to see. They should have used him more. He also had three catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. Just give the man the ball. You see what he can do? His feet feels like he's settling in right and granted Tennessee doesn't have the best rush defense I understand that but it does feel like JT's been better lately right and he's finally settling in so I'd like to see them give him the ball even more and hey you had another T.Y. Hilton game Michael Pittman another bit of a down game but T.Y. Hilton was up there eight catches 110 yards and a touchdown. It's good to, and you know, I've always been a Hillen fan, so it's good to see him getting in on the action as of late. For the Houston side, Kiki Kuti, he was the leading receiver there, eight catches for 141 yards. And then the second leading receiver, fucking Chet Hansen. Wasn't he on the aforementioned Jets previously? I mean, where the fuck is this dude? Being? He's on the Texans, I guess. And he had five catches for 101 yards. And uh, they were Watson's top guys in that one. And so we'll see how they do going forward. No Will Fuller or any of that. But Kati, who he came in today. He came through like a motherfucker. Good for Kiki. Been missing that dude. Been wondering when the fuck he's going to show back up. And I wondered if it might be here. And, uh, y- you know, I, to be honest, I thought Houston would struggle a lot more against this Colts defense, lack of receivers. But hey, Kiki came in and played well. And I love Kiki. You, if you would have said he would, this would have been his stat line before the game, I would have been ecstatic. But I would have been like, right. They're not going to give him that much attention. But they did. Hey, look at that. Look at fucking that. Kiki Kuti, hell of a day for you. That's right. Detroit gets the W. Against the Chicago Bears, and they do it without Kenny Galladay, without DeAndre Swift. Marvin Jones had a day, 800, 816 yards. That's not what I meant to say. Eight catches for 160. Yeah. No, I don't suck. <sighs> Eight catches for 116 you yards. Suck, and a t- you suck, yeah, duck ass. And a touchdown. <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson went seven for 84, and then AP had a couple of touchdowns. Quentin Cephas, he made an appearance with a touchdown off a couple of catches, 60-some yards. And hey, for the Bears' part, they ran well. David Montgomery, 72 yards, two touchdowns, and he had four catches for 39 yards. So he had a hell of a day, and even Cordero Patterson got in there with a the rushing touchdown. But they just didn't have much in the passing game. And once again, I'm left feeling very sad for Allen Fucking Robinson and his constant situation of not good enough quarterbacks. He deserves better. I wish there was some petition I could put together. I just, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing, nothing. You're going to say, Allen Robinson, you're the shit. I hope someday you get an awesome quarterback because you're the man. Welcome back to a tongue of Ioloa, two hundred ninety-six yards and a touchdown. And welcome back Miles Gaskin, ninety yards, two catches, fifty-one more yards. And uh, you know, there's a big fight in this one, which was interesting. Some players got ejected, including Tyler Boyd. And other than that, uh, he—I mean, he could have got you. The only thing he did in the game was one catch for seventy-two yards and a touchdown. <laughs> he just got a long touchdown and then got ejected. So. Which is a lot more than really anybody else on the team did. So what are you going to do? <laughs> For the Miami side, uh, Tua's not really connecting with Devontae Parker so much. But uh, he did also get ejected, I believe, in that in that game. And really, Mike Gusecki's the one to go off. And I wondered, remember, back a few weeks ago when, when Tua was first coming in, I wondered, is he going to get it to the... T-? Because a lot of times, the young guys, they like the tight ends, right? And that's a big thing. And it's proved... Like it, it's been proven over and over. And I wondered, is he going to get into some Gaseki? And hey, Gaseki's just been going up and up the past few weeks. Talk about how much I like him. Now I will have to look. Did I suggest him for this particular girl? Hmm? Hmm? I might not have. We're going to find out. I guess I didn't really say. <laughs> oh, but you know me. I am a big Gasecki fan, and what a fucking game! What a fucking game! Nine catches, eighty-eight yards, and a touchdown. So I'd like to see more of this from Mike Gasecki, and I'd like to see more of this from Tua too. You know, closer to three hundred yards. Let's get that. Let's get that. Let's get the dude passing a little bit more. So, good game on them. It wasn't anything spectacular, but Fins take the win. That's right. <laughs> new england patriots what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck the fuck is going on they looked crazy today like i mean cam only threw the ball for 69 yards (laughs) and a touchdown but he did get two rushing TDs so he put up fantasy wise he got you points so you're cool with what Cam was doing today as an offense is fucking weird it's just fucking weird Damian Harris had an okay game like they just the defense played well they ran the ball well they didn't have to do much much else they just sandblasted the fucking Bolts into next, Je- I mean, Justin Herbert, there was a thing that he, ever since he cut his hair, it's like his superpowers go, this is really starting to get worrisome with Justin Herbert, man. That's probably exaggerating. He is right. <laughs> but they, they have not played well. He, he might need to grow the hair back out is what I'm saying. It, it, you know, I mean, <laughs> just LA had nothing. Herbert threw a couple of interceptions, but I, I, they had nothing. Nothing. <sighs> I... Mr. Herbert, if I could speak to you directly, I would just say it might not be a bad idea to get some of that, you know, like miracle hair grow shit. I don't really know what it is, cause my my hair's fucking falling out like it's like it's just nothing. And but I, I just I, I can't do it. I, I just I'm like eh, when it gets to the point where it's completely fucked, I'm just gonna bick it. I don't really care. But but for you, this might be a point where you need to get some of that miracle hair grow shit, grow some of that hair back, see if that gives your quarterbacking superpowers back, because you know this team has still been this team and. And you were carrying him earlier in the season, and I know you were a rookie. But what happened? I did not see this kind of game coming. But again, no over panicking. I was just more trying to make a joke about the long hair being gone. Okay. <laughs> the Packers, well, they kind of worked the Eagles. That is until. Jalen Hurts got put in the game, fucking finally, and made it interesting. But really, until that, it was all fucking Devontae Adams. All Devontae Adams. Over 100 yards again. In the end zone again. And then Jalen Hurts came in threw a touchdown himself, made things a little bit interesting. Packers are like, okay, we gotta do a little bit something here, and then Mr. Aaron Jones pops up a 77 yard touchdown. Fantastic for me for Fantasy I have him in a few leagues, yes, and you know, Robert Tanyan also got a TD, but it was a it was a big Devontae Adams day until uh shit started to get real interesting. And you look at Carson Wentz versus Jalen Hurts. Wentz went six for fifteen for seventy nine yards, Passer rating 57.4, while Jalen Hurts went 5 for 12 and 109 yards and a touchdown. Also an interception, with a passer rating of 67.7. Now, Doug Peterson has often said Charlie uh, Mendes gave us the best chance to win, but it would appear here that no 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 uh it would seem mr jalen hurts gives you the best chance to win sir in my estimation i loved what he was doing he was running the ball great he was just, i i'm all down for jalen hurts i liked him a lot coming in in the draft and i was a little bummed when he went to philly because it was like oh so when's he gonna see the fucking field ha well this year and i hope they keep i'd Carson Wentz is broke. Don't ask me why, and I've never seen so many people make so many fucking fucking excuses for one guy after some shit play. I just, it's amazing. If only Dwayne Haskins got this, (laughs) because I mean, it's and I know. Once upon a time, Carson Wentz had a fantastic season, right? Everybody brings that up. Once upon a time. Before he got, remember, he got hurt. He was playing like an MVP. People say that shit all the time. I get it. That was a ways ago. And he didn't help them win that fucking Super Bowl. Nick Foles did. And since then, shit. I don't know if it's the injury. I don't know what it is. But I'm tired of hearing that he once upon a time looked like an MVP. Because he hasn't since. So get the fuck out of here with that shit. The Rams. Rams take care of business against the Cardinals. And hey, fucking Cam Akers is the lead back. Had 21 carries, 72 yards. Not quite the yards per carry you want to see, but and did get a touchdown. So you like to see that with Cam Akers. And uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, solid per usual on the card side. I mean, Hopkins did a little bit of his thing. Not as potent as normal. But Dan Arnold, two catches, Two TDs. That's fucking efficiency right there. <laughs> just throw it to Dan Arnold. He'll get you a fucking touchdown. Oh, yeah, excuse me. I need to take <coughs> excuse me it's a, a little drink of this tea. You ever have slushy tea? It's so good. Like, sometimes I get my teas, and I just throw it in the freezer, right? I mean, that's how you get a slushy, of course. Throw it in the freezer for a little bit, and then you pull it out, and you have some slushy tea. And I tell you what, if you've not had slushy tea, it's very, very good. Mm, mm, mm. You know, I used to, as a child, I used to love getting the Slurpees from 7-Eleven. Yes, with the red spoon straw. And you know what? As an adult, I still love getting Slurpees. I just never go to fucking Seven Eleven. But Slurpees, I loved as a kid. And specifically, as much as I love cherry, because I love everything cherry. And so cherry was the tops. But man, did I love me some Coca-Cola Slurpee. That was some good stuff. And the, the, the slushy tea just reminds me a little bit of that Coca Cola Slurpee. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, good job. Yeah. Slushy tea. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Apologies. Distracted by tea. Derailed by tea. And the G Men beat the fucking Seahawks in Seattle. Huh. This is. Fucking interesting. <laughs> Another crazy aspect to this week. I didn't see that coming at all. I'm not going to lie, but Seattle had fucking turnovers. Russell Wilson, Carlos Hyde, two fumbles a piece, two lost fumbles a piece. I mean, this is a bad day. This is a bad day. The G men were nothing special. Gallman Gole- had some yards, but I, I mean, they were okay. But the turnovers, my goodness. Bad day for Seattle. You got to think they'll move on. They're going to play much better. But the G-men, good for them for coming in, causing some fucking havoc on the defensive side of the ball, doing what you got to do on offense, getting some points, taking the game home. There you fucking go. Trying to win this division. And I keep waffling back and forth. I'm like, you know, Washington, New York. Because I already told you, all I'm done with the fucking Cowboys. Done with the Cowboys. I stuck up for him. I tried to have patience with him. I was very tolerant. More than I probably should have been. And... <laughs> this is such a serious fucking thing. And... They just keep screwing you and screwing you and screwing So I had no faith. No trust. No, no, no. So... Adios. Adios, Cowboys. Get out of here. And the Eagles... I mean, if they play Jalen Hurts... And he does some of what he did... Against the Packers, they may have a little something to go on a little bit of a run. The problem is, the problem is, they have a pretty brutal schedule down the stretch. But their defense is playing really well. And if they can get more out of the quarterback position, perhaps, perhaps they make a move. But I believe it'll come down to the Giants and the Skins. <laughs> the Skins, The Washington Foreskins. They, and if you don't like that I call them that, fine, at me. But that's what I call them. You can call them Washington football team. I'm not going to call them the Redskins. But I am going to call them the Foreskins. Because that's what I've been calling them, if you're new to the show. <sighs> the Foreskins. But it. it, it. I believe it's gonna be one of the two, and I I would keep going back and forth. I was leaning G Men, and then I started leaning Washington, and now I'm back. It's just, hey, if they can maintain, I thought they were gonna really struggle with no Daniel Jones, but they they got it done, got it done. On a bad day from the Seahawks, but hey, wreaking the havoc, G Men defense, go ahead. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. And rumbling and bumbling and stumbling. I love Chris Berman. And I don't think younger people get Chris Berman. (laughs) Boomer. I kind of miss him. Like, I'm glad he was incorporated more this year. And uh, because I really did kind of miss him. And just feels like he's not getting enough love but I love me some Chris Berman highlights. Rumbling and bumbling and stumbling. I remember he used to do that with the highlights when someone would just be, a running back would just be trucking down the field and he'd just be like, and hey, there's just freight goers just to go pooh pooh bouncing off guys and, and rumbling and bumbling and stumbling into the end zone. Boomer. Fuck yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Broncos put up a, Fucking fight on Sunday night football, I tell you what. Locke threw an interception to end it, but he had an okay day. He's not doing a whole hell of a lot to, uh, I mean, because the Broncos had a chance. Broncos could have won this game. And uh, Locke's not doing a lot to uh, keep John Elway from going out and getting like an Aaron Rodgers or something like that. Because <laughs> that's really what I think the ultimate plan is. And not an Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he gets a Matt Stafford. You never know. Someone like that. But it drew like certainly not doing uh, a whole lot to imbibe confidence that, you know, uh, he's the man of the future. So, but still, okay game. And I know with this game, it, it must have drove a lot of people crazy because Clyde Edwards Hilaire, active for the game, didn't touch the ball, didn't play at all, which means some did not get the call. I don't know what that means. I was just trying to rhyme. Because I was reading Dr. Seuss earlier. To the children's. And sometimes the rhyming shit gets stuck in my head. Anyway, 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 anyway. Food and sleep. If you ever wonder why I act crazy, it's because A, I'm mad. And B, I'm even more mad when I'm in need of food and sleep. Okay, and that's where we're at. That's where we're usually at by the end of a pod. Because I'm always potting late at night. It's the best time to pod for me. Anyway, enough. Melvin Gordon had a day, 15, carries for 131 yards, and half was from one, one big, big run, a 65-yard. But he had a good game. Hey, a good game for Melvin Gordon. Good to see that. Tim Patrick had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, but other than that, you know, Denver just could not do enough, and, it, and it's too bad because that Denver D was holding KC in check. A lot of the game, a lot of the game. And uh, the biggest thing for KC offensively was Travis Kelsey. Eight catches, 136 yards, and a touchdown. And he then became the first tight end in NFL history to attain five, not 5,000, five single 1,000-yard seasons because he just went over 1,000. So for the fifth time, which has never been done before as a tight end, He's gone over a 1,000 yards. Yeah, let's just give him some. quite the feat, Mr. Travis Kelsey. Man's a fucking beast. What are you going to say? But wild end to the regular season for fi- fantasy football. And, hey, not, not, not quite because we're not done yet, right? It, will it be any wilder? I mean, you never know. You never know. We got some games coming. Mond- some math. We got some math coming. Monday night. Monday afternoon football. Sorry. <laughs> Monday afternoon p- math. We got some math coming. <sighs> but we're about at the end. So hopefully. All of you fared well over the weekend, and uh, farewell over the next couple of days. May I please have your attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. Five minutes. That's right. That's right. It's it's about that time, you know, start closing up shop, get ready to get out here so I can eat and sleep, right? <laughs> oh, But before we go, the mentioned, the previously mentioned math and then the month the monday night football and then the tumph, the tuesday night football we gotta get a little bit of you know prognosis for those games so let's go ahead and shit get right into those so for math the monday afternoon football we got Washington, the Washington Foreskins, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to have Pittsburgh winning this one. I do think it's going to be this defensive battle, you know, uh, afternoon, early, after, late afternoon game, really. Uh, late afternoon game going on. I, I think it's just going to be a little slower-paced, defensive. And, you know, go ahead, play your studs. You're not going to not play T-Mac or Gibson. No, 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 no. You're not going to sit... Juju or Deontay Johnson or even Chase Claypool. You're not going to sit them because Washington has a really good defense. Top ten against top five against the pass. Because it isn't Pittsburgh and the Steelers, you know. I mean, the, the whole game against the Ravens, they should have beat the shit. That game was a little weird. Okay. But all in all, you trust the Steelers, and I feel like they're going to get it done. And we just might want to temper expectations for our fantasy studs in these in this particular game. <laughs> now for a month, you know, Monday Night Football, <laughs> you got the Bills at the 49ers. I almost want to pick the 49ers for an upset. I really do. And if they had Jimmy G, I might. And Nick Mullins, not look terrible. But I just don't think it's going to be enough. I think the Bills are playing well right now. I think they'll be able to run a little bit. And I do expect a big game from Stephon Diggs. They're they're just, they're playing really well right now. And as for the 49ers, I think they are going to put up a fight. I think we're going to get some fireworks. It's going to be a little higher scoring because let's face it, the Bills defense, although that is kind of known as being a better defense, they haven't been one of the better ones this year. And they picked it up a little bit in recent weeks, but you know, still not that Buffalo Bills defense from the past couple of years that we're used to. And really same with the 49ers. They're not as quite on top of things defensively either. So I do think we get some points in this one. I think you see a lot of Raheem Mostert on the San Francisco side. And hey, I think it comes down to a couple of big plays from Josh Allen. He Limits those mistakes. Buffalo's going to take this one. Moving on to... (laughs) tenth Tuesday Night Football. Dallas, Baltimore. In Baltimore. The Ravens still beat up by the COVID situation. Good chance they don't have Mark Andrews. But it looks like they should have Lamar Jackson, which is a good thing. And uh, despite all these issues, I do think it's a bounce back game. Because for Dallas, the defense... I said they were playing better but that was just a tiny bit and then they played like shit again (laughs) like I just you can't trust the Dallas defense and I think Lamar JK Gus Mr. Mark Ingram Mark with a K they're gonna be able to go in there and run the ball go in there they're not in Dallas. They're, they're going to be able to run the fucking ball on, on, on Dallas. They're going to be able to execute their game plan. And so I I just feel like I don't know if I'd go any route of playing a Baltimore pass catcher. But, but I would definitely hit that ground game hard because I think they're going to be able to r- run all over Dallas and do what they want to do because that's what they want to do is run the fucking ball. And I think they're going to be able to do it against that Cowboy defense. And as for the Cowboy offense, I mean, I, you can't trust Zeke anymore. If you can, if you can manage to not play him, I mean, that's great. I mean, it's a Monday game, so you're already, you would have already decided that. <laughs> but it's it's at that point, like if you're going to do well in the playoffs. It's not going to be because of Zeke Elliott, I don't think, this year. And so it comes down to, is Cooper really the only trustworthy one? Because if Andy Dalton is is having a good day, then he'll get Lamb and and Gallup probably involved. But if it's just an average day, Cooper? So Dallas is just hard to trust right now. So you got to expect Baltimore is going to be able to do their thing, have a bounce back game, walk away with a victory. Yes. And still, still in that fight for a wild card spot. So that's what I foresee. But now, now we go to closing up shop for good, for real, for now. Right. And once again, I will thank you for joining me, for listening, because, hey, hey, I may do this for me in, in some ways because... I guess it's in a way therapeutic. And well, because I like to just chat and bullshit and talk, even if it's into a microphone. And, you know, I've often gotten through hard days with podcasts and stuff. And, and so I feel like if I can do that for anybody else, then that's great. If I'm bringing you anything, whether it's a chuckle, uh, some enjoyment, and, and, and most importantly, a little bit of, of fantasy help, then then I've done my job, right? And I've Helped myself by this therapy that I call, uh, you know, chattering into a microphone, right? So, thank you, thank you, thank you. And don't forget to mini-madness this week. We're going to do it up on Wednesday. That way we can process all of the game stuff. Since we have that, you know, Dallas-Baltimore game on Tuesday Night Football. And, you know, we'll do that, we'll do that. A a little Wednesday mini madness. That's right. So, over the next couple of days, I hope you all get what you need to win your games, if you need it. And let's all start getting ready for the fucking playoffs, right? They're coming. They're coming. And it's time. It's time we make this final journey, this final run of the 2020 season. And hopefully, it ends in titles, right? That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. All right. All right. As always, much love. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Because, you know, all the best of us are. (laughs) That's right. Have a great week, everyone. Really do. And until we chat again, ta-ta for now. Laters. Welcome to the show. Yeah, here